Welcome to the Wards on Wheels podcast, a podcast dedicated to random rambling about life in an RV. My name is Morgan Ward. My name is Charlie Ward. In October 2020, we decided to sell our 1,000 square foot home, quit our jobs, and begin traveling the U.S. in our 224 square foot Forest River Wildwood FSX toy hauler. Along with our two dogs and a 1997 Harley Fat Boy, we hope to explore the country and ourselves while living life on the open road. slacking last week um, but you're lucky because you're getting two this week right new mexico had some weather yeah and uh i think we talked about it last on the interim podcast but like it was pretty wild down here you know nothing it was, we ain't uh, used to but it's it a little was, different uh, right well anyway it's different from living in a house and living in a camper well even living in a house down here the plumbing is above like above ground so it freezes and stuff you know so right. most well, houses don't even have heat down here yeah well down here i think they do but like in texas and stuff they don't they're like why do we need heat it's friggin hot here all year round okay let me rephrase that probably 40 percent of houses down here have flat roofs yeah someone was telling me that they were heating their house by like candles underneath a terracotta plant pot like plant pot you know those tan and so they would put like a brick or something or a brick or two underneath and then a candle in the middle and then put the plant pot over it and yeah and if they put a couple of those like around their house like obviously it's not you're not going to be toasty but you'll have some somebody's dropping bombs one of our dogs keeps they're both passed out like looking innocent and cute but somebody's dropping bombs they both have nubs and it's, it's gross. <laughs> Some stinks. They both have nubs and it's gross. <laughs> yeah. Well, so if you follow the podcast, Buddy had to have his tail amputated. And, like, we're not letting him lick it or get at it. So, therefore... Well, that too. But, therefore, he cannot clean his bum. And so it stinks. So I have, like, we have to, like... Like take a baby wipe to it, everyone. There's no, I just, there's like, no wee. It's not glamorous. She takes a baby wipe and wipes his ass. Owning dogs, as you know, most of you probably is not a glamorous, glamorous job. And to the ones that are about to own a new dog, good luck. You're gonna have to wipe their butt when they're seven years old. <laughs> you have to put them in the truck and help them <laughs> up they, the stairs and pick their poop when up they when they can't they go reach their own buttholes. But yeah, so last week, as you probably heard in the interim podcast, we had to stay at a hotel for two nights because our water was frozen and our thermostat was broken. Since then, Charlie has fixed the thermostat. We got a brand new one yesterday. We drove to Carlsbad to the RV center and got a new one, and we haven't had trouble with water because Charlie actually couple days in a row the water that i've turned on the cold water has been hot it's because i got so much (laughs) heat tape wrapped around the hose that it's heating the water up inside of the hose 
I'm not complaining. It's kind of nice. Like, that first, like, couple minutes, like, washing my face or whatever in the morning. It's I like, ain't oh, freaking around anymore. I got, like, I got, like, 90 feet of heat tape on our water supply right now. Yeah, well, we're probably going to need it when we go to Iowa. Yeah, because we're only going to be traveling north versus right. south. Right. So. so, the next podcast will be us, like, right before we leave. Yeah, like, the day before we leave, because a week from tomorrow... We're going to drop the, this bitch on the hitch, and we're going to yeah. hit the road. Rowdy's going to be mobile again. So we're doing some home improvements on her today. Um, Charlie has been painting and hanging, like, wallpaper and just trying to make it. Like, our plan, like, this is our home, right? Like, we don't have a home, really. I mean, so this is our, we're investing in this as a, as a home. And so we were just thinking about making it like a little more homey. So, put some new shelves up, got some white walls, put some crazy looking wallpaper. It's not real wallpaper, it's sticky paper, which is amazing because it's 10 times faster than painting and you literally just stick it on the wall. Yeah, like why hasn't someone, like painting is. Painting sucks. Yeah. Why hasn't someone invented just like, and maybe they have, maybe you guys know this, but like solid color stick on wallpaper so that you don't have to like paint you it's just like an like inside shrub wrap yeah <laughs> you just wrap your wall in it and then this stuff comes off anytime like it just comes yeah, it I can, can just take come that off. off anytime so but yeah so we're trying to make it a little more homey and thinking about like and it looks bigger in here with it, it does. all white yeah with all the all white paint. gray walls yeah it looks a lot bigger so it looks good you did a nice job what? Eldon and Christy. Oh, in their truck? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I need to see if she needs my, if she wants my Tupperware. You gotta figure out when they're having the big uh, campground barbecue, too. I think they, I don't know, maybe. They said they were gonna do it before we left. Well, she, they said, yeah, before you leave in April. <laughs> we're yeah. like, yeah, we'll leave next week. Yeah. I don't, yeah. We, we can at least go down and drink a beer with them someday. We've got their doggy week. with them. They're coming back around? I don't know. No, they're taking a left. Going Louie? It figures like the like week or two or like the I don't know, a few weeks before we leave, like start start getting to know people and like making friends. That's just how it works, I guess. So yeah, anyway, I finished up my last week of work last week, so this week, um, work free. To... You're bumming it like I have been. Exactly. For the last three <laughs> yep. Yep, and then we I don't start my new job until the twenty fifth of March, so Pretty cool. I'm kind of digging this whole, like, lifestyle. Like, work 12 weeks, have four weeks off. <laughs> I'm, I'm digging it, too, because I haven't done nothing in, like, months. I'm kind of going a little stir-crazy, but... I think when we get to Iowa, you'll find more stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah. Although, you keep me pretty busy. I mean, yeah. With these two meat Laundry and, like, babysitting the dogs and, like, taking care of the... Buying booze. The, the hot what? Wine. Beers. Yeah, you, you, you keep me well supplied in the uh, the wine department, that's for sure. Well, I'm going to be happy. We thought this episode we could talk about... Um, I was going to name some RV slang to Charlie and see if he could guess what it means. Hit me. Hit me, baby, one more time. What's not talk about Britney Spears. She's in trouble. and She's I, nuts, bro. She's in trouble. She's you in haven't tr heard this conspiracy? No. She's talking she, to aliens or something? No, so 
her Instagram, the posts that she's been posting on Instagram have been not like her previous posts. So people are thinking that she's being... And, like, she hasn't posted any, like, new videos in quite some time. And she keeps posting the same pictures over and over again. And, like, some of the pictures aren't even of her. They're just, like, graphics. And so the conspiracy is that someone is keeping her hostage in her home and controlling her and taking over her Instagram. Okay, send somebody over there to see if there's somebody holding her hostage. I know. I can't tell if it's like, is it really a conspiracy or is she just like getting more views? Like, whatever. No, she's just nuts. Like, and then she's crazy. There have been like, then there was like a this wild conspiracy that, um, she Britney Spears died like years ago and they cloned her because. <sighs> No, I'm just saying, like, weirdest things. That movie we watched the other day with Mark Wahlberg and the guy, they, like, kidnapped the guy. Like, that was a true story. Like, weird things happen. Like, truth is stranger than fiction. So, like, people's minds just fucking freaking go way out in the left field and they start thinking all this crazy shit. And it's like, guys. They think that she died, right? And they cloned her because, like, 2021 Britney Spears does not look like. She's, like, got a gap in her tooth now, and, like, her forehead is different, and, like... Crack will mess you all up. That's true. <laughs> you would know. Crocodilly. Oh, crocodilly. I haven't done that in a long time. Uh, I stopped after, like, the 12th time because my arm fell off. Yeah. I got a fake arm now, if nobody knows. Right. You know, all my pictures, I just make it look like I have an arm, but I really don't. Photoshop. Yep. Why does Charlie have two left arms? That's weird. It's crazy. Wow. Okay, are you ready for the RV slang terms? Uh, ha, ha, ha. A lot of these you're going to know, and a lot of them I, I didn't know, Hit so me. I don't think you're going to know. Let's hear it. All right, come sit over here. I'm good. If I, I sit know. down, I might get the spins. Spins. I've been drinking beer and being busy all day. I can't sit down because I'll probably start spinning. Stand on one foot then. That, there you go. Whoa, Okay. That's my bad leg. So I'm going to say the word, and you're going to try to describe it as best you can. Hit me. Boondocking. That's when you camp out in a parking lot or a parking area that has no power and no sewer. You're just hanging out for the night. Correct. Dry camping. Again, when you have no water. Yes, correct. So mostly in like a state park, national park, or parking lot. Boondocking. Let's see, it says typically refers to camping without any hookups. Okay, so those are the same thing. But we have a freshwater tank, so technically we we would be boondocking, but not because we have a water supply, but we have no way to dump. But we, we have, have no a, way to operate our water pump if we don't have electricity, unless we use the generator. Right, that's propane. why we have two generators. Right. So we could run the electricity, we could run the AC, <laughs> we could run the water. A lot of these are... Things that I didn't know as a first time RVer, like you and I literally did no research. We <laughs> no, I'm literally still a virgin to this. I'm still figuring it we out. We literally said we're gonna sell our house and buy an RV. Like we did no research into like what certain terms were. Like so our first booking of an overnight RV park when she asked me Is it thirty that, or fifty amp? Right. Um, and she asked me this. So what is a full hookup? A full hookup is sewer, water, and electricity. And so when she asked me that, 
remember, I think it was like Virginia or something. She was like, full hookup or... Um... Yeah, because it wasn't Connecticut because we stayed at Linda's. But after right. Connecticut, like, yeah, we were like, um... Okay, what is a partial hookup? A partial hookup is probably when you just have sewer and water. Or just electricity. Or just electricity. Which, like in Virginia, have, we just had everything. electricity. We didn't have water. Did we? No, we had water. Water and electricity, just no sewer. No sewer. Right. So that's a partial. That counts as a partial hookup, is no sewer. Yeah. But it had a dump station, and it that was our have... first dump. Yeah, because <laughs> remember, we hooked up and we put the... We almost blew our tank. Well, we didn't almost blow it. I mean, we... uh-huh. it wouldn't have blown right away. You'd have to fill up the whole 40-gallon tank and then keep going. Then it would explode, but yep. we, we were okay, but scared shitless at the same time, because I was like, oh no! Oh! Open the valve! <laughs> uh, okay, so this one makes sense, but I've never heard it before. What do you think mooch docking is? Mooch docking? When you, like, hook your electrical cord into somebody else's power? You got it! Yeah. yeah. So we did this a couple times with Mark and Riva, and Mark and Linda. A type of camping where one stays on a family member's property. Oh, and Kirsty too. Often in a driveway. And Linda. Yeah, I said Linda and Mark. Oh. We have a Mark Brulaw and we have a Mark Butot. I call him Mark Connecticut. Mark, Mark Maine. Maine. <laughs> Hookups may or may not be included. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, Wally docking. Wally docking. Uh, I would have to say you're camping out in Walmart for the night. How are you? St- like, I knew you would be good at these. Like, Wally docking? Like I Wally knew World? you would be good at these. I always call it Wally World. RV, um, yeah, a Walmart parking lot. Many Walmarts allow RVs to park overnight in case anyone didn't know that. And many full-timers love to take advantage of this perk. You can also park at a Cabela's or a Cracker Barrel. Yes, sir. For yes, free. ma'am. Everyone's called you, sir. You can call me a sir. Yes, sir. Yes, I had that surgery last week, so. Is that what keeps getting in the way? <laughs> I was um, wondering what was poking me. Uh, let's see. Okay, so these are parts of an RV. Um, I've been on top and below on every side. That I know. Wait, what? Of yeah. the RV? Oh, okay. Um, the basement. Underneath. You sure? Am I wrong? Are you sure? Yeah, underneath the camper. So the basement is the storage area below the main area. Which is underneath their bed. But if it was a motor home with the storage underneath, then it would be our basement. Or on the sides. Because that would be underneath the floor plan. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get that. I just thought it would be underneath because it's the storage is still above our floor. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> a bat wing. The bat wing? The bat wing of the camper. Is that the fabric underneath the camper? No, but there is a word for that. I don't think you're going to guess this one. It has something to do with the TV. Oh, it's the antenna. Yes. Okay. I've never uh, heard it called the bat wing. I mean, this... But if you, look at, if you looked at the top of the antenna, it's it kind of shaped like a, like, wing. A, like a... Yeah. Yeah. I don't... I mean, most most people who have never been in, our, in an RV might not know this. Obviously, you know it, but black water tank. That's where your poopy goes. That's where your pee-pee and poo-poo goes. Um, the cabin. The cabin? Which we don't really have one because it's not a motorhome. Right, the cabin would be like the front part of yes. the driving of the RV. Exactly. Our cabin is our F-250. How are you so smart? And it's black. How do you know this stuff? 
I, I would be like, um... It's not like I so studied... on the wheels or something? It's like, not like I studied for this. You're I know, but... With us no, I know. Region. This is unplanned. Okay. Uh, let's see. I mean, obviously, you're a mechanic guy, so, like, you know this. The chassis. Obviously, the frame. The cockpit. The cockpit, again, would be kind of like the cabin. Yes. But we don't have a cabin. Our cabin is our pickup. Yes. So the cabin and the cockpit. So the cabin says the front driving area of a motorhome, which includes the driver's and passenger's chair, the steering wheel, and the dashboard, also known as the cockpit. So basically the same thing. So all your gauges and your fuel. All, all your gauges are there. Right. That's how you're operating it. I just picture a big hole full of you gotta think of a, You gotta think of an airplane, like a oh. cockpit, a cabin. Right. I, yeah, that's what I was picturing, too. I was I was actually picturing from the look on your face. Yeah, that's what you a were whole, thinking. Just, just a big <laughs> hole full of peens. Um, the fresh water tank. That would be the clear tank which we put the water into in case we are boondocking. Whoa! Or wally docking. Or wally docking, and we pull out our generator and we want water in our storage tank. That is our clear water tank. It also, depending on where your water tank is underneath your rig it may help you with like distribution of weight, weight. yeah so if you... that's one thing we need to do is fill that up before we take right. off and i'm putting some more all of my tools that are in the truck in our cabin or our cockpit they're going to go in the front of the camper plus water in our fresh water tank that way it equals out the weight of the harley in the back right so because explain why wait what explain why we need to do that what do you mean why because if we don't have the weight distributed oh. perfectly. Right. So it depends on what kind of rig you have, right? There are all kinds of different rigs out there. Fifth wheels, toy haulers, tow behinds, teardrops, motorhomes, whatever. So in our specific situation, we have a toy hauler, which means we're hauling a toy. And so we have a motorcycle that is very heavy that sits in the back of the rig. The way and, it's set up, it's like literally right in the bag. Right. And so when we first started out driving, we didn't realize that weight distribution was a major, major thing to make your ride in the cabin more smooth. So, for example, when we first started out, we had all the weight in the back of the rig, right? That was horrible. And every single bump that Charlie would go over... There would be this up and down shifting. It of, felt like we had hydraulics in the pickup because it right, was just like bouncing. Bouncing up and down. So we were just starting out, right? Like we never did research into like how things were supposed to be. So we just thought that was like a normal part of hauling the camper. And I can't remember what changed. I think we were, I think we were in Texas maybe. Or where, was it before that? It was way before that. We were starting, we were just like reorganizing things. I think it was like Virginia where we figured like it out. redistributing weight, just without knowing this yet, but just redistributing weight like underneath closer to the truck. We put more heavier things closer to um, what the, the, the truck bed, the hitch. And the ride was so much smoother. So we realized like, oh, like weight distribution is very important. Anyway, going back to where your water tank is in your rig, if your water tank, your fresh water tank... It's because our axles are right here. Right. If the it's, Harley stops right If here. it's more posterior in your rig, then you may want to travel with it empty. 
If it's more proximal toward your hitch, you may want to fill it because the weight distribution will make your ride a little more comfortable and not have that up and down jerking. Comfortable is, isn't even the word. It's yeah. like totally different right. goals. I mean, it's, which I should have known that, mm. but I never even gave it a thought because I have oh, pulled, I. I pulled stuff before, but. Not like this. No. Yeah. I mean. Right. We didn't think of, think of that. Um, I look. I like learning the hard way. I gotta try it. Me too. It. I'm somebody's an idiot. like, "Oh, you're gonna do it this way." I'm like, "Yeah, no, I'm gonna do it my way." And then I'm like, "Shit, this yeah. this sucks." I'm, I'm a, gonna do it this. Okay. Me, me too. I'm a dummy like that. That's how I learn, though. No, me too. I have to learn it the hard way, like or, dumb shit. <laughs> I learn from other people. Perfectly wallpaper. Dumb shit. You did it backwards. Yeah, I I like to I like to watch other people make mistakes too, and be like, "Oh, okay." I'm just not Why did make you a do it like that guy? Easier said than done. Okay. Um, again, a simple one, but people who don't have RVs would not know this. What is gray water? That is your sink and your shower and your sink and your bathroom. Mm -hmm. When you brush your teeth and when you wash your creases. Right. <laughs> Unless you pee or poop in the shower, then it becomes a mixed it's, it's, bag. It's technically still going to your gray tank. Right. You just don't want to get... You have... Fresh, gray, black. Right. Black is poopy and peepee. Peepee poo poos. Gray is sink and shower. Sometimes peepees. Clear is fresh is drink not drinkable. And no peepees. But you can shower with it, and you can. I would recommend boiling it before you drink it, just because it's sitting in a plastic tank. And yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. It's for if you're boondocking or whatever. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's your last resort. I mean, I would recommend drinking bottled water or drinking it through a filtered bottle. Or a filtered faucet. Or a filtered yeah, just faucet. just put a filter on your faucet. And if you don't have any of those filters, boil it. Yeah. Because it's... You never know. It's probably... I would rather drink out of a trickling stream than drink straight out of the freshwater tank in the camper. My opinion. Um... Let's see, those blah, 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 blah. what is a leveling jack? A leveling jack is obviously obviously we don't have a leveling jack because our camper is pretty standard, plain Jane. But a leveling jack is when you walk into your nice fancy little camper and you go over here and uh, coop, push a button and it automatically levels everything out by itself because it's done all those by hydraulics. Those are the fancier ones, right? We, we don't just have, have hydraulics. We have just the scissor jacks. jacks. You gotta go out yeah. and just stabilize it by hand. Also, fun fact, and some of you RVers that are listening to this right now, some people use an electric, what is it called, to like spin the thing faster. Like they a drill. A, they use a hand drill. So they, yeah, so some people use a hand drill to lower their jacks. You're actually not supposed to use and those. they're not technically jacks. We found this out that they're not technically right, they're jacks. Just, they're just stabilizers. So right. So you just, which you could use a hand, a, a drill, but you want to bring it all the way down, lowest torque you can. That way when it hits the ground, it just goes, and it just stops. So you don't keep jacking it because if, you bring your stabilizers down too much, it's going to start tweaking stuff. Then your door's not going to shut right. Your windows might not slide perfect. If you put too much pressure on your stabilizing jacks, then it's just not going to be right. So those of you who don't know what stabilizing jacks are, there are four stabilizing jacks, usually. One in each corner. One in each corner on your rig that helps you 
just stay stable. And so when you're walking around, it's not like right. shifting everywhere. Right, exactly. Which it still will. But not as bad. But not as bad. Um, so using a drill really isn't bad as long as you have your torque turned all the way down. Right. You're, I mean, it even says like you're not supposed to. You're not supposed but to, but it's so much faster than I going know, but like, like people like use it and like I look at them and I'm like, whatever. You think you're better than me because you have better? <laughs> I mean, well, it's not even that. It's just, it's faster. Okay. If I had a drill with me, I would probably use it. <laughs> Liquid petroleum. Liquid petroleum? Or LP. This is like an easy one, but like not something we use all the time. What would you think that like a liquid gas would be? We don't have liquid gas. It's propane. We have propane, it says, but it's yeah, not liquid. That's what they LP is propane. That's what they're saying. Really? Yeah. Liquid petroleum, liquid it's gas. It's not liquid though. It's it's. I don't know. That's what they call okay. it. Okay. Well, I wouldn't have guessed that, but. Okay. Um. Because it's not actually a liquid. It's just a forced pressure air. Not air, but it's a it's a pressured gas. Like, if you try to dump your tank out, it's not going to come out as liquid. It's going to come out as really cold. All right. So, the next one is slide out, which we don't have. Obviously, that's where your camper, the wall slides out, which I would love to have. Just to give us a couple more feet either way sideways, but... We didn't think about that. Well... We were in a tight position. We had yeah. our house sold before we even bought the camper, and the camper we planned on buying wasn't available anymore because somebody bought it out right. from under us, so we ended up... That was a 32-footer. That was a 32-footer, which I would have loved to have. Right. But... It's all right. We got brownies. The way it all worked out, we ended up with brownies. She was our last resort, and... She's been good. Like, literally, the day before we left our house, we backed this camper into our driveway and put all the shit into it, and the next day, we left. So, a slide-out basically just gives you more room in your rig. and But there are some downsides to it. It does require power to operate them, so if you don't have electricity, you'll have to figure that out somehow, like through your battery or your generator. And it's also one more thing that can go wrong and break in your rig. Seals. Right. However, it is nice. We've been in a couple of rigs with slide outs. Um, I'd love to have this whole wall slide out like two feet. Yes. The uh, people that manage the park that we're staying at have a beautiful fifth wheel. Very nice with, people, like, by the way. two slide outs. Yes. And... Uh, Yes, and it makes it so much bigger. It's the like living the room is house. beautiful. Anyway. Yes. Okay. So these are types of RVers. So maybe you can explain what types these are, which are really easy, but like <laughs> uh full timer. Obviously they live in their camper like us. Hello. Newbie. <laughs> Somebody us. like us. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, part timer. Somebody that just goes out during the summer. Mm -hmm. Snowbird. Somebody that stays in their camper during the winter. I feel like that's, I feel like we're everything but the part-timer. Yeah, pretty much. Because we've been through the rain, the snow, the hail, the wind, the sun. Um. Okay, so these are types of RVs. Fifth wheel. Obviously, ours is the tow behind a fifth wheel. The front end is jacked up a little bit more. has a ball that drops down. You have to hook it in the back of your truck. Which a fifth wheel would be easier to 
move around with because you can kind of just jackknife that freaking thing right sideways. But you you should really have a dually, which is four wheels in the back versus two, which is probably another twenty grand on top of what we have now for a pickup. And What's the thing that comes down called into the truck? Do you know? It's like some kind of bird name. What travels south for the winter? Goose. It's a gooseneck. A gooseneck. Yep. See, I would not have known that unless you said a bird that flies south. Because um, I've never owned a fifth wheel. And I honestly don't ever plan on owning a fifth wheel because the hitch and the gooseneck, all that shit, is so much more money versus just having a tow behind. Yeah. Like, seriously, we got like $500 into our hitch. Yeah. Between the torsion bars and the ball and all that hookup. To have a fifth wheel, it's right around thirty five hundred bucks to have a good, a good hitch. And yeah, installed in, in your the truck. back of your truck. Like you have to take the bed of your truck off, drill holes, mount that thing in there. I mean, by the time it's all set and done, it's like thirty five hundred bucks for a nice hitch. Versus five hundred bucks. Uh, travel trailer. That's what we have. Travel trailer. Well, no, no, I take that back. No, is it? Travel trailer. We have a toy hauler. A travel trailer, the back wall does not open up. Wait, what? A travel trailer. It doesn't have a toy hauler on here, though. Well, a, I think it's interchangeable. Well, maybe it's interchangeable, but a travel trailer usually doesn't have the back wall drop down into a ramp. Because if you have a ramp that drops down, that that's is a considered toy a toy hauler because you can put your toy inside. A travel trailer... It's just something you can live in, live in. You travel with it, you sleep in it, and then you keep going. A toy hauler, you put your four-wheeler, your motorcycle, your snowmobile in the back. Um. But there are fifth wheels that also have mm -hmm. the back that drops down, too. So there's That's like when the vampires and the um, werewolves mated and had a baby. They had lichens. So the travel trailer fifth wheel is like a lichen yeah. of the tra of the RV world. You could have your camper set up a million different ways with a million different friggin' stoves and sinks and microwaves and TVs and shelves and the, the ramps. and I mean, you can have them set up so many different ways. It all depends on how big your wallet is. Like, remember the, the really nice camper, the triaxle we looked at before we bought brownie like we walked inside and it was, it was like, too nice i was like, like oh, oh my it was like God. better like, than our house that we were selling like it was beautiful it was 35 feet long had a toy hauler door in the back had a two deck. slide outs like it was like super 65 nice. grand worth yeah no thanks it was beautiful but don't talk like this in front of brownie okay there was a few times on the travel if Where we, we had got that stuck. 30, if we had that 35 footer. Screwed. Yeah. We wouldn't have made it. it uh, we would have made it, but Jesus. I feel like, no, we wouldn't have made it. Like that intersection where we got in the accident? Yeah. I wouldn't have been able to turn it. Yeah. Yeah. Very bad. All right. So. Speed break. The next one is, um, so obviously, people, I don't know if people... No, I don't know. Airstream. Airstream. What's an Airstream? That is an all-aluminum camper that is beautiful and very expensive. 
I would love to have one, but at the same they time, really nice. at the same time, no, because the way the ceilings are made, it's kind of. They're low, but they're they're wide. low and oval though. No, no, they're not much. They're not much lower than this ceiling would be. No, but the the corners would be. You it's, know, it's not square. There's um, but they're much lighter because they're all aluminum. There's a couple on YouTube that if anyone listens to this and like uh, is like a YouTube fanatic, we like we are. They're awesome people. They are uh, frick. It's a couple that they're full timers, but they still they have a whole. They're real estate agents, I think, and YouTubers. They have a home. I can't remember where, but what is their YouTube channel? It's he's follow your dreams. He's a redhead. I think it's called <laughs> I think it's called follow your dreams or something like that. Let me. I couldn't tell. I gotta look it up real quick. Um, they're awesome. I can't remember how long they've been doing it for, but years, they have like five, six. Years. They've had a couple of um, different rigs throughout their time RVing. Sorry, I'm just like. YouTube is it follow and... your dreams? No, it's not follow your dreams. It's just put RVs in an airstream. Airstream, air fryer, <laughs> air airstream, full time RVers. At YouTube. YouTube. It's, I'm sure it'll pop right up. Uh no, that's not it. That's not it. Oh, shoot. Shoot. Why aren't they popping up? Um, shoot, shoot, shoot. Something about living your dreams. I can't remember. Full-time RBers. Anyway. I wanted to give them a shout-out. But, so yeah, they live full-time in an Airstream. Um, and it's, their, their Airstream is beautiful. It is. It really is nice. But they can't put toys in the back of an Airstream because well, the Airstream is not Well, they don't all. really have, they don't really have toys. So they don't have a need to. Yeah, but we have, to, I have a toy and yeah. I need to bring it. Oh yeah, I realize that. Um, if you got a shorter Airstream and just had like a, something off the back, you could haul the, haul maybe. I would, uh, you want her underneath the roof, huh? I don't even like her being out in the kitchen. You gonna go visit her later? I feel horrible because <laughs> since we had the the boo bear's tail chopped off by a hatchet. Weren't you supposed to take chop- a bike? You should take a bike ride tomorrow. I'm gonna. Okay, gonna it's gonna supposed to, to be Wal- really nice. I'm gonna go to Walmart and pick up a new <laughs> a new roller and a yeah. A I'll canopy. I'll watch our son while you go. Because it's Mr. been bear. like. Three weeks since I've been yeah, on Mabel. It's, it's time for you it's to. Ridiculous. Time I'm for you to go. Out. I know. I need to go for therapy ride. Yes, you do. You probably need to get some more gas. Too. I need wind therapy. Mabel's full right now, but I filled up our my gas tank in the back of the or my gas can in the back of the truck because we thought the fuel might have been a shortage because of the weather down here. We heard a rumor that the gas there's gonna be a gas shortage um, just because of the. Yeah, the weather in so, Texas heat, so the fuel that I I have a two and a half gallon gas tank in the back of my truck. I'm gonna fill up the generators that way they're topped off, and then dump the rest of my truck, and then go up to the local airport and get some more Av gas because Mabel only likes to run on Av gas. What does Av stand for? Aviation gas. Aviation gas. It's airplane. Airplane fuel. fuel. It's not jet fuel. It's just airplane, airplane fuel, fuel, which is a hundred octane 
the cleanest fuel you can get other than jet fuel. She goes when yeah. she gets it. Yeah, in. she likes. Oh it. yeah, yummy. She will run off of regular like ninety three at a regular pump, but she's sluggish and she kind of spits and sputters and farts a little bit. You put some av gas in her and she's she's freaking right there. Everybody has different opinions on different fuel grades, but listen, folks, Mabel likes to run off Avgas. That's just the way it is. If I'm in the middle of nowhere, I have to put the highest octane I can in it because she does not like running off of just regular, like, 85. That's shit fuel. Next question. <laughs> I got rambling. I love my motorcycle. Mabel! Class A motorhome. Class? This is types of RV, RVs, by the way. Class A motorhome. I would have to say that's like the biggest, baddest bus you could have. It's a bus. Class B motorhome. Is like, it's like a regular pickup with the camper hooked to the back. Yeah, it's like a van. It's, like a camper van. Yeah. Um. Oh, no. So there's class, no, class B, the smallest of the three types of motorhomes, also call, called camper vans. Class C motorhomes. A medium-sized type of motorhome with a bed over the cockpit. So like this guy with a little bed over the cockpit. Diesel puller. A diesel puller. I would say that's like a big rig. Like a like a big truck that's pulling like a camper behind. It's a motorhome that has the diesel motor in the front. And a diesel pusher is a motorhome uh, that has motor the push the has the oh, motor okay. in the back. Okay. Um, a fiver. No idea. Fifth wheel. It's another name for a fifth wheel. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and Never a pop-up camper, which obviously everyone knows what that is. Truck camper, obviously you know what that is. Vintage camper, any type of RV that is 25 years or older, like our friends Elsa and Baron, who have a YouTube channel, they have a scamp. They live in a 13-foot 13 13-foot 13 scamp. It's yeah. no water, nothing. That's so, just a shell. again, dropping YouTube plugs right now for Elsa and Baron Link. They live in a 13-foot scamp trailer. And we watch them all the time. All the time. We love them. Um, okay. This is another category called RV supplies. So um, there are different types of supplies associated with RVs. Those listed below are some of the most basic of these. What is a dinghy? <laughs> Quit playing with your dinghy. <laughs> I would say that's probably one of the smallest campers you can get. So these are these are different types of supplies for your camper. So this is oh. the vehicle towed behind a motorhome, also known as the toad. So if you're pulling a vehicle behind your motorhome, it's called, it's called the, toad the toad or the dinghy. Oh. Which we didn't know because we I have a tow know. behind. So yeah, I didn't know that. Um, a dually, which is obviously basically the, the pickup, pickup with two, uh, four wheels in the back. A honey wagon. No idea. It's a truck or trailer that pumps out black and gray tanks. You can find these at campsites without a sewer hookup. I didn't know that. So basically, it's just like your normal Joe Schmo that comes out and pumps out your shit. Exactly. It pumps out your motorhome. Yeah. What, um, what do they call it? A honey, honey wagon. A honey wagon. Okay. So uh, also something we didn't realize when we first started out, um, when the lady asked us if we wanted a certain type of site to to camp in what is a pull-through site 
when you can pull your truck and camper right straight through it versus backing into it. Right. Although we did have a couple back ends that were kind of sketchy. Remember that place in uh, yeah, but we South it. Carolina? I think it was Charleston. We had to back in toward the swamp. And it was like so close together. Yeah, we ro- I rocked it. Oh, yeah, we you did. It. Oh, yeah, you did. You were my eyes in the back. You told me when to stop. We it was, rocked it. Yeah, that was a cool sight, too. It was. Um, I got a wet pant leg out of that one. Yeah. Bella liked the water behind the rig. Um, yeah, we get to listen to people argue right behind us. We did? Well, that was empty. Yeah, Let's remember see. the people right across the water from us? They were like arguing the little pop-up camera. Oh, yeah. They were like breaking up. That was <laughs> funny. <laughs> what is a tow dolly? Tow dolly? Is that something that you move to camper around without your pickup? This is the platform used to tow vehicles that cannot be flat-towed. So, like, if you look at the picture, it's like a tow dolly. Like, Oh, it's like something you hook it. your vehicle to. Right. Okay. What is a wheel chalk? That is something you put in front or behind your wheels when you were parked. So your camper doesn't roll away. We also have these cool things. I can't remember what they're called. That you can drive. It's almost like a wheel chalk you can drive up onto to level your camper. Levelers. They're levelers. They kick ass. They do kick ass. We've used them many times. It's a wheel chalk, but at the same time, it's like a half moon piece of plastic. And if you're park, you're parking your camper and it's not level ground, you take these and you put them in front of each wheel because we have a double axle. You put them in front of each wheel and then you drive up onto them because it goes from nothing to like I think they go up to four and a half inches. So you drive up onto them and it levels out your camper, and then you just shove your wheel chalk in behind it and it all locks together so it levels out your camper and keeps it from rolling away. Great Pretty investment. Sweet. It was like 95 bucks On if, Amazon. If you're going to live in a camper, you should definitely have them because you never know when you're going to be on an unlevel piece of ground. And living in a camper that is not level, horrible. It, as we know. Yes. As, as we, we know. know. <laughs> All right. These are, um, this is the end of the, the slang terms. This is um, considered miscellaneous terms or other terms. This is, these are terms that you will occasionally hear amongst RVers. So when someone says brick and mortar, what do you, what do you think that means? Brick and mortar. I, I, I don't know. It, it refers to a stationary business that resides at one specific location. So like, I don't know, it's probably just someone who lives in an RV referring to a, to a stationary place of business that brick and mortar place up the road or whatever so basically you park somewhere because you're working there in that town no no i think it's just like you live in a in an object that can move and a brick and mortar place can't move so like i'm gonna go to that brick and mortar restaurant up the road called the wellhead because it's like brick and mortar like it doesn't move oh someone just started up their diesel okay no, that's that gas job right across the way. Oh, okay. It's got a really nice exhaust on it. What is a coach? It's a slang term. <coughs> a coach. What's a coach? It's a type of. It's like a small camper, rig. isn't it? Nope. So it's a slang term for a Class A motorhome. So the big buses, we call it a coach. Uh, okay. Yep. 
this is a something that you might not know as a non-RVer, a dump station. That's where you get rid of your poopies and your peepees. It says legally the only place you can legally dump your black and gray water. Yeah, you can't just go like park on the side of the road and flip over a manhole. <laughs> like, and, like Cousin dump. Eddie. The shitter's fault. Yeah. You can't just dump it into the sewer. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, sticks and bricks or S and B. No idea. It's just referring to a stationary home. Okay. Just like brick and mortar, basically. Basically, if, a we, dwelling jack, basically that is if not... we jacked this place up and took the wheels off of it and made it sort of stationary. Maybe. But this is just um, referring to a house or an apartment. So, like, how's the sticks and bricks back in Maine, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. And then, let's see. A triple toe. A triple toe. Must have something. A triple toe is when you have a pickup, a camper, and something else hooked to the back of your camper. Dude, how are you so smart? Because there's three objects. This is a triple toe. This refers to towing two different vessels at once. This could include a truck towing a fifth wheel and a boat or another trailer, a motorhome towing a trailer and a towed. We've seen a lot of this, actually. Yeah, everywhere. Or even a motorhome towing a vehicle and a boat. This looks dangerous and is illegal in some states, but we have seen people... Like, we've seen a motorhome pulling a toad, which is a vehicle behind the motorhome. With keep another it, small trailer. With a trailer hooked to the car. <laughs> we have seen that before, and I'm like, how do you even get, like, how do you even back that up? That's, That's when you go weird. through a pull-through. Yeah, but I'm just saying, still. That's when they, their destination is for a pull-through. Okay, this is the last one, which you is... I'm saying that people can't back up a triple toe. Because there's some amazing people that can back up, like, amazing campers and trailers and shit. You see it all the time, like the big rigs with the double trailers hooked to them. Yeah. Like, to back that shit up, you're going you're gonna to be good. You're either really dumb and fearless, or you're really good at what you're Yeah, yeah. Like, you're either going to mess up you just really gotta, like, bad, right. or you're going to pull in like a boss. Like, yeah, I own this shit. Um, the last one is kind of weird. I don't, it's not like a grand finale or anything. Um, but it says wheelbase, which is basically just a distance between your wheels of your RV, which I guess can be very, from very the, from important. From the wheels to the hitch or just between the wheels? The distance between your RV's wheels, just the width of the RV, basically. The width the of the RV is eight foot five. Right. So we slid under that eight foot eight bridge sideways, basically, in Connecticut. When we went out. No, we were just shit lucky. Man. That has <laughs> nothing to do with the width of the camper. That had to do everything with the height of the camper. And I still don't know how the hell we did that. You know what? They measured the bridge wrong. They measured the bridge from the lowest point to the road. It was, you know what helped us get under there? Gwad. <laughs> Gwad himself. God, the big G. To do with it. Yeah, it's Gwad. Thank you, Gwad. We were just very lucky. and we Thank you, Jeebus. We were very lucky that the left lane was open. And we pulled over into the center. And we just... I think about the cars that saw us driving the parkway and, like, didn't do anything. Yeah, or thanks, like, guys. Like, blow your or, freaking horn at me. Like, hey, you dumb shit. You can't be on this road. <laughs> I like, don't back know. up. <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah. That was the end of the RV slang. And you did a really nice job. I will give you did I pass? a 93%. Hey. 
That's that's at least a B minus. I'll take it. I think that's an I think that's an A minus. When I went to high school, I don't know what high school you went to. I went to Greenville. Yeah, I think that's an A minus. Maybe for Guilford, but that's not acceptable for Greenville. Right. It was a B minus. Well, Guilford isn't churning out the most. Nor is Greenville. Respectable. I can't say that because I don't know any of the kids that go to Greenville anymore. That's true. Anymore, that's true. I'm They're like, probably fine. I'm an old guy now. Like all the kids that used to look up to me, like I don't even know who the hell they are. And it's sad. But I know there's some kids out there that looked up to me in high school. I don't even know who the hell they are. I did. You did? Yeah. We're the same age. Because you were young, wild, and free. I was never free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that I guess that wraps it up. Unless you have something else to say. I don't wrap things up. Wait. Don't don't do this. Don't we talked about this. Don't talk about Christmas presents. Oh, right. Oh. There's this <laughs> I looked up the, <laughs> I looked up this other thing. What are you talking called, about? It was like, you know you're from New Mexico when? I know we're not from New Mexico, but they said they don't wrap their Christmas presents because the only thing they wrap is tamales. Which I haven't made tamales, but I've had tamales. Have you ever had a tamale? No, but I'm very excited to go over to the friggin' taco. Oh my gosh, we did do that tomorrow. Yeah, we should. We should Tomorrow's Monday. Should. You don't have to work, so we I should don't. definitely go over it. Yeah. I don't even know what... Is it like breakfast burritos? or? It's is anything it... you want. We could probably look at the menu on, online. We probably should, because there's like... Burrito salsas is Literally, the place. guys, like... All we've heard since we've been down here is about this burrito shack that's like literally like a walk a hundred feet away from us. Yeah. And we have yet to go to it. And every morning, like if you can see me right now, both my fists are in the air. Like I'm excited. Like, it's called gotta go. Burrito salsas. But we've been here for three months and it's right next door and we have yet to go because they close early. They open early, but they close early, and they're only open the on The only burritos that you can get after 12 p.m. here are at Taco Bell. So, burritos... Yeah, nobody wants the liquid chips. Burritos so. down here... What? Burritos down here are, like, a.m. burritos only. And on my way home from work sometimes when I ride my bike... I don't know if I've told you this, but when I ride by there, you can smell... The meat, like, they must slow cook it overnight because, like, you can, like, smell the aroma of whatever they're cooking, like, pork or beef or whatever, as you drive by or ride by. It smells delicious. So, yeah, maybe we'll go get some burrito salsas tomorrow and we will let you guys know how they are on the next podcast. So, in the meantime. Always remember, stay stay wild. wild.